A man has died from eating too much black licorice. The police are investigating a used condom recycling factory. And Chuck E. Cheese has 7 billion prize tickets that needs to be destroyed. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy, recording from Los Angeles. Thank you for joining me today. I have some weird stories from around the world. I'm glad you're here. Let's get into it. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Too much candy. A man has died from eating too much black licorice. This story is out of Massachusetts, so I'm going to give you a Boston accent, like a true mass hole would. A Massachusetts construction worker's love of black licorice wound up costing him his life, eating a bag and a half every single day for a few weeks, threw his nutrients out of whack, and it caused the 54-year-old man's heart to stop, doctors reported this week. This is unfortunate. Is this all he ate was black licorice? He had no other nutrients? It sounds like that's the case, but let's get further into the story. Here's a quote from a cardiologist, which is just a great word to say with a Boston accent. What do you have to say for yourself, cardiologist? (laughs) Even a small amount of licorice you, you eat can increase your blood pressure a little bit. Well, I didn't know that. Did you guys know that? You eat black licorice, it increases your blood pressure. Doesn't all candy do that to you anyways? Or is like black licorice special in this way? It seems to me, according to the article, black licorice is pretty special. The problem is glycerzic acid, which is found in black licorice and in many other foods and dietary supplements containing licorice root extract. It can cause dangerously low potassium and imbalances in other minerals called electrolytes. You guys have heard of electrolytes. You get them when you drink Gatorade. So I guess you could... You can eat all the black licorice you want. You just got to wash it down with Gatorade. Although that doesn't sound like a nice diet either. It says here, eating as little as two ounces of black licorice a day for two weeks could cause a hot rhythm problem. Especially for folks over 40, according to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Here's another quote. It's more than licorice sticks. It could be jelly beans, licorice teas, a lot of things over the counter. Even some beers, like Belgian beers, have this compound in it. That was a quote from a Colorado cardiologist and former American Heart Association president. The death was clearly an extreme case. The man had switched from red fruit-flavored twists to the black licorice version of the candy a few weeks before his death. Uh, This is just very sad. Uh, I love the red licorice, by the way. Those are great. The fruit-flavored twists. Uh, what are they, Twizzlers? Is that what they call that brand? Oh, I used to eat Twizzlers all the time. But I hated, and to, to this day, I still hate the black licorice. It's The flavor is just disgusting. I, I won't eat those, thankfully. Um, as a child, had I liked black licorice, I probably would have ate myself to death with black licorice. I mean, thank God you can't OD on Tootsie Rolls. I'll tell you right now. We would have had a. I, I wouldn't be here today to record this podcast in a closet. I'll tell you right now. I think the health of this guy had something to do with it as well. So you guys don't have to lose your mind over this right now. Okay, so he collapsed while having lunch at a fast food restaurant. It doesn't sound like he's taking care of his body very much anyways. Uh, the doctors found he had dangerously low potassium, which led to hot rhythm and other problems. Uh, The emergency responders did CPR, and he did revive, but unfortunately he died the next day. 
And apparently this is dangerous, this glycerizic acid. you got to watch out. Now, the FDA permits up to 3% of a food's content to have this glycerizic acid inside it. But many of the candies and some licorice products don't reveal how much of it is contained per ounce. And doctors, you know, are hoping that the FDA will raise attention to this risk and uh, crack down on some of these licorice candies that are so damn dangerous, especially around Halloween, which is coming up, guys, you know. Uh, thankfully, I uh, won't be trick-or-treating this year, so um, I'm not endangered, really. Normally, I wouldn't be endangered anyways because, like I said, I don't eat that black licorice stuff. I just can't stand it. It's just it's wicked gross, as you know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys like it, but I think it's weird. But I'm sure there's other things you want to be careful. You could possibly, could you, you might be able to OD on candy corn as well. So just be careful of that. Just everything in moderation, guys, in life. That's how you do it. Everything in moderation. I feel really bad for this guy that OD'd on licorice because of all the things to to go out on. That's not, that's not a lot of fun. All right. I mean, if you were ODing on, I don't know, cheesecake, I mean, that's a great way to go. Yeah. OD on cheesecake or, uh. Pumpkin pie. I even love pumpkin pie. I mean, you just eat that till you're dead. I mean, there's certain things I don't mind eating till I'm dead. Black licorice is last on the list. After all, I will be the one recording with AF News. After all, baby, I will be the one recording. I will be the one recording with AF News. With AF News. Yay! A factory is being investigated for recycling hundreds of thousands of used condoms. Yes, this is in Vietnam. The Vietnamese police say they're... They're investigating a factory that was found recycling about 320,000 used condoms for release. (laughs) Following a tip from a local resident, Binh Duong Provincial Market Inspectors over the weekend raided a factory near Ho Chi Minh City where they found used condoms being repacked for sale on the market. This is like a nightmare come true. Please say it's not true. Please say they're not used condoms that have been washed out and repackaged. I can't. I can't even. uh. The market inspector says the owner of the factory, a 34-year-old woman, confessed they bought the used condoms from a man in the province. (laughs) Hundreds of thousands of used condoms a man is selling? That seems like a strange thing to sell. (laughs) What do you mean such a man? Craigslist? Vietnam? Like, How? How do you get a hold of hundreds of thousands of used condoms? I don't understand. You contact a local sewer, sewerage plant? Hey, you know, the condoms that pass through here through, that are flushed down the toilet, you know, just, just rake them to the side and I'll come by and pick them up at the end of the week. How about that? I, I'll just, I can't wrap my head around how you get so many used condoms. It says here the condoms were washed, reshaped, and packed into plastic packages. No. I mean, they got to be so cheap to make. Why would you even go to the length of finding someone that can corral all of these used condoms and then pay this individual to bring them to you, then pay a machine, I don't know, some way to wash them all out? This has got to cost all sorts of money. Just make new ones. Just little rubbery condoms. I mean, how hard is it to make new condoms? The police announced the investigation's ongoing. They're trying to track down others that are involved in this recycled condom ring. 
the media quoted a health official as saying that recycled condoms pose an extreme health risk to users. Well, thank you, health official, for letting us know that we can't use recycled condoms. I had no idea. Man, it's got to be difficult being a health official. You got to study such things as what happens when you use recycled condoms. Is it permissible? Is it good for your health? To use a condom that was already used, that's been washed out by a 34-year-old Vietnamese woman and probably came from a sewer. <laughs> Thanks, health official. Oh, boy. And look, I'm, I was quick to judge. I don't know the state of the condom industry right now. I mean, are so many people just getting it on during the pandemic that we're running out of condoms here? And, and you got to find a way to meet the demand. Therefore, used condoms now come into the picture that you then create a system of Somehow washing them out, <laughs> repackaging them. It's no excuse. I'm just wondering, where, where does the demand for used condoms come from? Because I just can't wrap my head around it. But I'd imagine there's only one woman in Vietnam that can answer this question for me. Chuck E. Cheese is trying to destroy 7 billion prize tickets. This might qualify as a kid's wildest dream. A mountain of Chuck E. Cheese prize tickets. How many tickets? Well, 7 billion prize tickets. It's enough paper to fill 65 shipping containers, each 40 feet long, with tiny pieces of paper emblazoned with the image of the mascot, a rat named Chuck. And enough to cash in for $9 million in Chuck E. Cheese prizes. But soon enough, those tickets could be destroyed without ever getting into the eager pizza-stained hands of the young customers that frequented Chuck E. Cheese before it filed bankruptcy. Yes, if you didn't know, sadly, Chuck E. Cheese filed for bankruptcy earlier this year due to the pandemic. And this week, Chuck E. Cheese asked a bankruptcy court judge for permission to spend more than $2 million in order to destroy $7 billion tickets which were printed before the June bankruptcy filing but the tickets were never delivered even before the pandemic the chain was shifting to e-tickets which reduce wait times in the chain's 612 locations and cut overall costs associated with printing such tickets delivering such tickets well now you're stuck with 7 billion tickets dummies and suppliers are stuck with a mountain of 7 billion printed tickets that Chuck E. Cheese no longer wants or needs under bankruptcy law, a company must seek court permission to spend money on anything. Chuck E. Cheese's lawyers argue that it is better to pay to destroy tickets already produced than to risk having them fall into the hands of the general public. Uh, although, what would the general public do with 7 billion Chuck E. Cheese tickets if you guys are going out of business? I don't know. You think they're going to hold on to it? Although, I mean, it is a fire hazard. This is an instance, obviously, where we need to recognize how crucial it is for us to move from paper stuff to digital stuff. That way we can reduce more stuff. How do you recycle 7 billion tickets? 65 containers filled with paper? This is just over the top. This is just one business. That's unbelievable. Imagine the paper out there that's being made every day. We've got to cut down on that crap. This story also reminds me of a, a lovely business that meant much to me as a child. Chuck E. Cheese. I always look forward to going to birthday parties that were held at Chuck E. Cheese. My family never had a Chuck E. Cheese birthday for me because we didn't have very much money. And not that that costs a lot of money, but it just wasn't something we did. We have very modest birthday parties, like a cake at home, a few relatives. But I had friends that would 
have these extravagant parties at Chuck E. Cheese. Not that it's that extravagant, but compared to what I had, it was it was pretty cool. I always look forward to it. I have fond memories of Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know if Chuck E. Cheese is coming back. This is one of the fallouts of the pandemic is, you know, the fun gatherings that we used to have are no longer a thing. Birthday parties going out the door. Weddings are getting hit, I'd imagine. Bachelorette parties are probably not going on too much. Uh, Halloween, that's another thing that's up in the air. But we need these things to have fun. I guess we're going to have to find new ways of having fun. Do you have a new way of having fun that you can share with the rest of us? Maybe you could call Weird AF News and help us out here. 646-450-2012. How did you spend your birthday? What exactly are you doing for Halloween? Let us know. Help us out. I need some fun, guys. I need some fun. (laughs) Hello, my fellow weirdos. Thank you for listening to Weird AF News. Thank you for your support. I want to thank everyone who reached out to me, sent me articles. I got a lot the last couple days, and I appreciate all of that. You guys can send me articles anytime to my email, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can send it to weirdafnews at gmail.com as well. Or you can you can uh, submit them through the website, weirdafnews.com. I want to give some love to Sarah J. Sarah J. bought me a cup of coffee um, by going to Weird AF News. And clicking on the icon that says, buy Jonesy a cup of coffee. It's a little yellow graphic that has a picture of a cup of coffee on there. And Sarah bought me a coffee. And I want to thank her. She also wrote me a nice note. It says, Jonesy, big fan, my guy. I listen to you on my Google Home device when I'm cooking dinner, which my husband says isn't enough. But anyways, keep up the good work. I found a Florida Friday story for you. Lots of love from Richmond. Sarah J. And she sent me a a, Flor- a great Florida Friday story, which I think I'm going to use. Thank you, Sarah J. You bought me a cup of coffee and sent me an article that I'm going to use on Friday. So I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, so much, Sarah J. I, I bought myself a coffee today from a, a local coffee joint, Independent, that's uh, in my neighborhood. And I, I loved it. So thank you, Sarah J. You guys can buy me a cup of coffee or you can join the Patreon which is like buying me a cup of coffee once a month, which is pretty cool. In fact, today I uploaded a bonus episode for the month of September. I recorded it today. It's over an hour and a half long with my buddy Dave Neal, a comedian and host of the Sex Actually podcast. We covered a bunch of weird news, and uh, it's great. You're going to love it. So go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews where you can – you know, make a small monthly donation to support Weird AF News. And you can enjoy some of the extra Weird AF related content that I put up in there, which is a lot, a lot of content. You could go weeks and weeks uh, with the stuff that I have in there. And so that's great. Yeah, once you join the Patreon, you open up all of the content that has been in, uh, like uploaded, pretty much all of it, uh, for the last couple years, which is how long I've had a Patreon. I think it's been a year and a half I've had it. So yeah, a lot of bonus episodes, a lot of videos and whatnot. Photos of my tattoos and the meaning behind them, which is kind of cheesy, but I thought people might dig that. Turns out they do. Turns out people like that kind of kind of shit. They want me to share about my life. There's a nice picture of me recording in my, like recording, not me recording in my closet, but it's a photo of what my closet looks like with the whole recording setup, which is pretty ridiculous. And that's on the Patreon as well. You can also download the Alligators Everywhere song. Make it a ringtone on your phone. Why wouldn't you do that? Isn't that a fun time? <laughs> of course it is. So check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. 
Follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones and leave a review of the podcast if you feel like it. You don't have to join the Patreon. Just leave a review. That's helpful too. Any way you can support the podcast, I would appreciate that so much. Or not. Just listen and, and you know, have a good time. Yeah. Good luck with your life, man. <laughs>